everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Real Rap Podcast. This is JP, and this is my co-host, Javi. Welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in to a new episode. Episode 12, and today we have a special guest who was here for our second episode, so 10 episodes ago, we got mm-hmm. Hilly. What's up, peoples? I'm back, back again, uh, 10 episodes later, uh, ready to <laughs> discuss uh, a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> mess. Yeah, <laughs> so he's only he's only gonna be here for a few segments. Um, because the first thing we're gonna talk about is uh, last Thursday was the Game Awards, and a couple games won some awards, just like Baldur's yep. Gate three, which won yeah. Game of the Year. Game of the Year, Baldur's Gate. It beat out Alan Wake two, uh, Zelda Kings, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, Alan Wake, well, I did say Alan Wake 2, uh, Spider-Man 2, and, uh, what the other game was, what was it? Uh, shoot, there was a fifth Oh, one. Super Mario Wonder. Yeah. And was it that? Yeah, it was Super Mario Wonder. It was like, mm-hmm. Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man 2, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Baldur's Gate, and Super Mario Wonder. Yeah. And, uh, some people were saying that, uh, Starfield should have been in it, and <sighs> you guys no. are wrong. <laughs> no, you, anyone who said Starfield, honestly, no. Like, I, I'm sorry for Bethesda fans, but, you know, that was a uh, very, very big disappointment. And Resident Evil 4, by the way. Oh, Resident Evil 4 was pretty good. No, no, no. Oh, year, oh, year, oh. Year, beat, got beat. oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, it's a remake, so it's like, it's it kind of makes yeah. sense. Because it's like, okay, they remade 4, like, mm-hmm. in the way that, like, they wanted to. Yeah. That, that you know, obviously they couldn't years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it turned out really well. Oh, yeah. I'm still not gonna fucking play it, <laughs> or you know, other games like that, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Even yeah. though I like it, it's just like when there's too much, when there's too much going on, I'm like, uh, I don't know, panicking. I guess I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm good. Yeah, and while uh, Baldur's Gate three won Game of the Year, uh, Alan Wake two did win Best Game Direction, and um, I don't disagree. I. I don't know honestly why it did. Uh, like when it when I look at it, it's like okay, the the formula from like one to two drastically different, but like I don't know, I can't really I, I don't know how they how they judged uh how they judged it. So um, yeah, it was weird because you know you were, you were saying earlier like no, why did you think Alan Wake two was gonna win Game of the Year? And I'm like well. You know, like, I was thinking, like, it might be a surprise win because, you know, it won three different awards. Best Game Direction, it won Best Narrative, Best Art Direction. It was beating out Baldur's Gate in a lot of these awards. Uh, Baldur's Gate only won Best Community Support and Best RPG. And that's why I was thinking, like, huh, that's pretty interesting. But at the same time, also, Best Action Adventure Game went to Zelda, while uh, Elden Wake 2... Yeah, that Elden was the it's only one that weird. the game really did. I'm very curious how they, like, you know like judge these games like what made zelda better than Alan Wake 2 but made Alan Wake 2 win these other awards that are seem pretty important you know like they're pretty important oh. and it's it's kind of interesting you know what i mean um yeah. best multiplayer game borders gate 3 so i guess they were they're like they were kind of tied player player's voice which doesn't matter as much um i'm sorry <laughs> but players absolutely matters well i mean like okay how they judge these things uh is, is definitely how the media perceives yeah, uh, so I'm the media votes. That's why I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what for example, what 
what was it? Uh, that uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk. I forgot what, what award it was. Wasn't it like best ongoing game or something like that? I could look here since yeah. I have. If it long. was that, I would. I think it was best ongoing game. Let's like, see. Because it was like, oh, you know, the whole narrative is like. Yeah, best ongoing game. Okay, yeah, so the whole narrative is like, you know, it's just a whole comeback story for it. Yeah. And, you know, people are eating the, that up, and it's like, okay, it's, you know, Baldur's Gate. Oh, no, it's Baldur's Gate. It's Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Phantom Liberty, and like. Oh, you go from the game it used to be to how it is now, mm-hmm. and like, oh my God, it's so drastic. It's the cyberpunk that we deserved years ago. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's pretty good though. Actually, good point. Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, so yeah, that's that's the one with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. advertising for it. Yeah, and then now you just have one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And um, yeah, they got some you know good stuff there. There was a. Uh, there's a lot of trailers also. Uh, we got one called OD, which is coming from uh, Kojima himself and uh, Jordan Peele. Oh. I did not actually look at that trailer. I wanted to watch mm. it at some point. I, I, I probably will at some point. Yeah. Today, but like, when I saw that he went up on stage, I didn't actually get to uh, look at it at the time when yeah. I was watching the Game Awards. I was too busy focused on other things at the time. It's interesting to me because, you know, Jordan Peele is a, you know, he's more of a movie guy Filmmaker, and everything. Yeah. So it's going to be cool to see him uh, transition to video games for this one. Uh, Kojima really loves to work with all these directors, huh? Because yeah, uh, Death Stranding and uh, Silent Hills, uh, he worked with uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yes. I and um, yep. yeah, which, rest in peace, Silent Hills. I really want to play that game. Oh, yeah. PT. <laughs> PT. That was cool. No, I'm good on that. That shit was scary. <laughs> That's cool, though, now yeah. that Jordan Peele's getting into video games. What type of game? Not really familiar too much. Horror. It. It was horror? Like, yeah, it was not really much. It was. Um, That's what Jordan Peele does well with Yeah, films, so. And, you know, just like uh, Death Stranding, you know, having uh, Mads Mikkelsen and all these other guys, like, uh, this game's going to have some Hollywood actors and actresses, too. Oh, okay. That's uh, Hunter Schaefer from uh, Euphoria and uh, Sophia Lillis from It and It Chapter 2. Oh, okay, so I might have yeah. to check out this game, then. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And um, I forget the other guy's name. Oh, man, my research is bad for this one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I will say, I did watch the Game Awards, uh, but and I was watching the Patriots game at the same time, but... Uh, the Game Awards, I feel like, it's, to be honest, because, like, there was a lot of just wasted time that they could have get you know, because, like, the Game of the Year speech only was, like, what, 30 seconds and everything? There's been a lot of complaints about it. Like, it was just, you know. Well, they don't need, um. They don't need so many. They don't need a whole bunch of speeches, and then yeah. they don't need, you know, another, um. Christopher Judge. Yeah, Christopher Judge. Yeah, they don't need another like speech like that. Even though that was the funny, that was a funny part uh, when he took a dig at the whole model of the Dan's pissed about that too. Yeah, which is stupid because you know, like I get it, you guys worked hard in that game, but like, sorry guys, your game is five hours. Please. Jeez, five hours. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame the. Don't blame I blame the people that uh, make these timetables and yeah. uh, make it so you know you have to hurry up and make these things uh you know readily available when you know damn well we were expecting these games to come out within a two-year basis Mm-hmm. And what has it been two years so far? So no, it was only last year. There was okay, some. Yeah, so I remember, yeah, we're supposed to take another year for the damn game. Yeah. So it was like we were, like, people were expecting. Oh, we're gonna you know sit here and go and 
wait two years, cool, mm-hmm. we're gonna sit here and experiment with Modern Warfare 2 again. Then, then, then. Uh, no, we get Modern Warfare 3 and people it's fucking DLC. hate it. <laughs> people absolutely hate it. Yeah, it's just DLC. It's yeah. just literally just DLC. Like, it is, I don't know. But I think that's my problem to give more to. Like, it's just. Like, you got to give that time, you know, to the developers and everything because, you know, it's their night. They're winning the awards and all this stuff, you know. But it's just, like, lots and lots. Like, trailers are cool and everything, but, you know, it's, like, lots and lots of trailers. All this stuff and everything. Um, Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's... I mean, like, it's not bad. It's just, it could be, you know, it's a work in progress still after all this time. But uh, I think it'll get there eventually. Um, I appreciate that there's at least like a award show available, you know, for these games because, you know, after Spike uh, stopped doing the VGAs like that, you know, that's you know there was like no other resort, and then you know Jeff here, oh, he Jeff Keighley, yeah, yeah Keighley made, made game awards, and then you know another thing that like I there was, well, damn, and like all these conferences yeah. makes me think now of one that like I've always wanted to go to, but I'm definitely sure. Uh, of now that I'll never be able to, especially yeah. because of like the fact that I was obviously too young and uh did not have money. Yeah, is uh E three. Yeah, we'll get to that in a sec because that's actually the next topic. Um, but uh, yeah, actually let's talk about it now. I think we talked enough about you know the game awards. I think it was fun. I think all the winners deserved it, and yeah. But up next, guys. Um, with that said. Uh, today was a sad day because uh, E3 was announced, uh, or actually it was yesterday, um, as a recording. But E3 no longer is an event. Um, it is gone. Oh, wow. for yeah, good. gone for good. Uh, they've had struggles since COVID happened. Uh, since twenty twenty, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've had to cancel these last four events and everything. Oh. But there's official confirmation that they're done trying. They're just gonna, you know, not do it anymore. And uh, you know, it was. Even before the pandemic, it was definitely going to die off soon. I mean, you know, Sony... Was it Sony? Yeah, it was Sony that um stopped doing a, the event. And, uh, you know, before that, Nintendo stopped doing it. And they, their Nintendo Directs. Well, yeah, because it was like um, all these devs had to, you know, sit here. And if I'm not mistaken, pay to end up showing up to these places. Yeah. And then after that, they get the sponsor booths. And then after that, they get their, you know, full conferences, their whole panels, and then, you know, do whatever they got to do. Yeah. And now that they don't have to pay a middleman just to, like, give information, now the middleman is the internet, and (laughs) that's free, especially with these other services. Now you have a new middleman, aka Twitch and YouTube. But it's still sad, you know? I mean, like... I remember, like, growing up, like, it was cool to see a lot of these, you know, com- uh, E3 was something I really, really looked forward to. For me, 2013 E3 was so amazing because, you know, you come home, you've seen all these conferences and everything for the PS4 and Xbox One, especially when there was, uh, you know, that controversy with the Xbox One having DRM and all this other stuff. Almost worst decision. Um, yeah. <laughs> One of the worst decisions they could have possibly made. Um, but, you know, like, I, it was something to, like, it was just looking forward to it so much, especially because the PS4 was going to get announced, and, you know, they announced it was, like, going to be, uh, $400 and everything, it, oh, just Damn. cool times, you know, all the game reveals, you know, 2014 was really cool, too, but, like, you know, you could tell there was, like, a point where it was falling off, because, you know, my, Sony was dropping out, Nintendo's dropped out, and, 
you know, you would just get in Microsoft and then Ubisoft, who, like, makes games that are kind of boring these days. Um, yeah, like, I don't remember the last time I bought an Ubisoft game, to be honest, because... Um, Same, besides, like, uh, the, uh, what, what game? Um, fuck, and I really love the game series. Too. No, wait, that's... Far Cry? No, 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 no. Forget what I said. That's for you, Miss. Oh, um, no. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't remember the last time I bought a Ubisoft game. Yeah, because it's just, I don't know, they're just, they're cool in theory, but, like, they're so boring. I don't know what it is about them, like, it used, it used to be, uh, you know, something, like, a big part of my childhood, like, my, you know, my family loved Just Dance and everything, you know, Rayman, all this stuff, and it's just, like, now, I don't know, like, Assassin's Creed doesn't hit the same. No, Far Cry doesn't hit the same. Avatar, I haven't played it yet. But I'm games. definitely not gonna play that shit. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I heard about. Right. It. I saw the ad, the advertisement for it, the Avatar game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of Avatar. Like, what, fuck with these people. Um, <laughs> can't say that the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the Avatar. Nah, you can. We can't say that either, man. What? <laughs> nah, nah, we can't hate on the Avatars, man. Come on. Man. I don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. Don't don't hate on them. I I just don't like it. That's that's my perspective. That's it. That's because I, I didn't really think the the movies. I don't think besides the point. It's like I'll just get right away. <laughs> Ubisoft has really declined in years because it's like they've been yeah. tone deaf to the audiences. Uh, if it wasn't for Assassin's Creed and uh, like they kind of went you know above and beyond in certain aspects, like throughout the years but then after that they're still tone deaf yeah to the fact it's like we get it we want like we enjoy the fact that you're providing basically a history lesson through a video game mm-hmm. and as uh, obviously like as uh within a fantasy aspect and you know in certain aspects real life situations that are through history books and whatnot but like yeah it's like there's certain things that like it just doesn't hit anymore not like they used to. Nope. Like, not uh, like they used to at all. Like Ragnarok? Nope. Odyssey? Nope. Uh, the really, the mine, uh, personal favorite for that one, though, uh, for the three RPGs, uh, was Origins. Mm-hmm. It was the first, the most experimental. Yeah. The combat system was really good. You had to really think about your actions when you fought. Mm-hmm. But then after that, they made it so focused on the abilities when it came to Odyssey. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I remember Unity and Rogue were also really hyped up during those years, too. Unity? I liked Unity. I know people had hate for it because of, like, all the bugs and stuff. Yeah. But I really digged it, especially the time period and whatnot. And then, you know, how they had the whole tie-in with, uh, you know, well, at that time, they were still tying in, you know, the stories and whatnot, at least a lot better than they are now. Yeah. But, yeah, that was... My favorite things back then. Now it's just, yeah. I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna suck not seeing E3 though, because like I like having just one. The closest thing to E3 is at this point is the Game Awards, right? Because like that's that's where all the trailer reveals are out and everything. You know, like we got the Blade trailer, which I'm looking forward. Yeah, to. the Blade yeah, game. Yeah, I was so surprised about that. Yeah, me too. Oh, I did not expect the Blade game, but I'm here for it, dude. But it's not. It's. Huh? It's, it's not. not it's not, yeah, that's it is. Wait, is it Ubisoft? No, it's no. Uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. That's probably, probably that's probably Microsoft and PC exclusive. I'm guessing like Indiana Jones is. Yeah, it dropped. Yeah, so I mean, I think probably two tra- 
try to catch up with the Blade movie because yeah. I know it's been delayed so long. They're like, we saw the Blade game. Yo, that... It might come. It might the Blade game might come out before the Blade probably, movie. Probably, right? it probably will. <laughs> but, <laughs> but hey, I appreciate all. I appreciate all the Blade content coming out. Though, yeah, that's you know, cool. Yeah, because really, Blade helped put Marvel on the map again back in '98 when it, uh, when the movie was released. Yeah, because there was the three Blade movies, and then there was the TV shows where it wasn't played by Wesley Snipes because it was on TV. It was uh, what's that name? What was his name? Sticky Fingers and everything. Oh, the rapper. Sticky, yeah, yeah, Sticky Fingers. Think, <laughs> From Onyx. Onyx. Yeah. yeah. I think Wesley Snipes. But he, like while he while it, he was. Hard to work with on the Blade set. Uh, I, I I definitely think the fact that like he was the Blade back then because he saved the like you know Marvel comic did, books yeah, as a were. whole. Cause it's like without that motherfucker, like yeah. you wouldn't have an MCU. Even though I don't like mm -hmm. the MCU, you don't have an MCU without him. Without yeah. Blade, yeah, Blade's really that started all. Cause at the time Marvel was really struggling uh, financially. And I think they were kind of on the verge of like going bankrupt or something. Yeah. And yeah, and then they put out their first like live action comic book movie and Blade just became yeah. very popular. Yeah. Helped yeah. kick off the in a way, kick off the MCU. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I mean I'm excited for all this Blade content, honestly. Yeah, Blade like, is yeah, it's him it's and Midnight Suns and then I never played Midnight Suns though, but I probably gotta play it. I heard it's good. It's a pretty decent game. Yeah. yeah. I, I I dig it. Uh the only thing though is that the DLC is kind of uh I haven't bought the DLC but from what I've like seen, uh like the DLC is like kind of disappointing. Mm -hmm. But the overall game itself the game itself is really fun to play. It's like okay, you know yeah. combat system is unique. If you ever played XCOM, you never played XCOM, it's like different yeah. from that. Um, where it's like you use ability cards, you're still able to move like kind of in a it kind of in a tactic way, like how XCOM is, where it's like, okay, you move characters to a certain spot, or you could, you know, use, a, like, cards, like, ability cards, and you get used to the system pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's really fun. Well, and you get a whole bunch of different, uh, well, like, variety of abilities, uh, and they have different rarities and whatnot, they all do different things, and, like, each character has a, like, own play style, and whatnot. It's actually really fun um, to like, you know, dig around and just like grind a bit in it. And once you get really used to it, it just becomes like so easy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, nah. And then there was a, this Blade movie, which is never coming out at this point. And then there's <laughs> Yo, this it's so delayed. I, I actually have some MCU news if you want to see for this one too, because it's about the next Captain America movie because it's a mess. But, um, We'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, but yeah, nah, E3, uh, we kind of got off topic there, but E3, yeah. it's like, look, you know, it's that, there's like a lot to reminisce about it and everything, you know, and looking at the Game Awards, like I said, it's the closest thing. Um, like I said, all these game reveals are pretty much at the Game Awards or rewards, I mean, mm -hmm. or, you know, other stuff. And yeah, it's just not the same like these, you know, there's like these PlayStation showcases that are online only and everything. It's cool, but it's not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah. I kind of like people talking and everything. You know what I mean? I don't know why. It's, you know, different, but like, it, yeah. The one thing people aren't, the, the one thing that people are not going to miss about uh, conferences like E3 
is Cringe. the um, I mean that's a given. But the like, Reggie Reggie's one was cool though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the 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 like you know like the Reggie moments are are cool and not. My body is ready. My body is Reggie. Um, <laughs> but nah, it was like uh people not showering. Oh yeah, but you're gonna get that in so many things. Yeah, I mean like yeah, all these conferences and whatnot, but like E three spe- like specifically because you like yeah. usually but always in in California, and and then you know oh because it's hot, summertime, you got everybody's sweating balls, yeah, and a packed arena, and you know you have cosplayers that, and then you got people who get paid to be there. Imagine Comic Con, San Diego. Yeah, that's that's just as bad. Watch bucket list though. I have to. I definitely do want to go to San Diego Comic Con at some point. I really want to go so fucking bad. (laughs) There's so many conferences and places I want to go to. I want to go. There's San Diego Comic Con. I do want to go to New York Comic Con one day. I definitely want to go to. I say, damn! I really was about to say E3. Now I can't say anything. Keep it. (laughs) We can make our own E3. Forget it. (laughs) Forget them. Uh, I do want to go to like some fighting game events. I want to go to like uh, Evo. I want to go to yeah. like CEO. CEO is awesome. Those events, like yo, those, especially recently with some of the fighting games. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, besides that, there's a, a few more, especially yeah. in other countries that I definitely would like to go to. But yeah, that just you know a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a couple I want to go to. Definitely Comic-Con in San Diego would be cool. That'd be nice, yeah. But, yeah. Up next, uh, you know, the next topic, uh, it looks like Captain America Brave New World, the next game, the next movie to MCU, not KMG's. Uh, we're hearing this stream from Games and Movies. Uh, they have a new writer, uh, Matthew Orton, is shooting his plan for 2024, which means the last movie, uh, the rumors for the last movie being garbage is probably true because... It seems like they're just retooling and redoing a lot. Um, this MCU is kind of bad right now. It's I said it a lot of times. We've all said it so many times. And yeah. it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like just, I don't know. They need to mess. give it a little break. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I, for me, it was like, for me, I'm not uh, obviously a big fan. Of uh, MCU, I've told you guys. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it's like, eventually, the, like something like this was gonna happen. They've oversaturated the uh, English, <laughs> oversaturated everything, and yeah, it's become like a pool of like, oh, watch this. If you didn't watch this, go on this service, go uh, and watch this, so you like you know what's happening in this. Now it's just like, okay, now you have a dilemma. It's like, okay. Why do I have to do all of this just to understand everything? And then if I don't, you know, sit here and do it, well, then I guess I'm so lucky, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's, you know, how it's been with the comic books and whatnot. But, like, you're sitting here and watching a two-hour movie trying to sum up, uh, like, a series of events. Yeah. And it's like, it's not fun when it's just, like, there's no significant progress and you know you do like very little things it's like if you would do like those types of like things that aren't as significant at least not as often that's okay but you you guys are doing it like way too often they do they have yeah they've basically hit us with a lot of content over the past like what like 
15 years, that's when it started, and they'll just get, like, two or three movies, or four, come out a year, and how many MCU movies did we get this year? We got Quantumania, and then we got... Guardians, so three. Guardians, Marvel. and Marvels, so three. Do we have another one coming out this year? No, that's it. That's um, it, so we got three. They were planning to do four at one point, I remember, and then there's all these TV shows. It's not even just, just count, we're not even counting the TV shows. Yeah. Like, no see, back key. then, it was just, you know, just three movies a year. And then, you know, there's, like, the Netflix stuff, which is more of, like, an extension, but, like, yeah. not really essential with the MCU. But people were more focused on, like, the three movies a year and everything. And I think um, that... Oh, sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But I think that since also, too, with Disney taking over, too, they yeah. kind of see a lot of that stuff as kind of, like... And I don't know... I don't really want to say this, but in a way, they kind of just see it, like, as a cash grab, you know, to sell... Because that's what it is. Yeah, pretty Disney much. Pl- to, I mean, is. the point... The point of all these shows was that, you know, it's for it's for Disney Plus. You know, they needed shows and everything. They needed to, content. To, yeah, they needed, good, they needed content to make people go, yeah, I want to get Disney Plus for myself or my child or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, Marvel was going to be the thing to do the that thing, because, yeah. you know, and there's, and it makes sense because there's a lot of characters that probably won't do as one big screen so why not put them on tv mm-hmm. uh like moon knight and miss marvel she hulk and yeah. she hulk like <laughs> those would probably work better on tv because you know they're lesser known characters not that lesser known characters couldn't you know uh be successful the guardians was were you know the perfect example of yeah it working but you know then there's others like internals and um and even like the marvels didn't do as well because yeah. you know like there's just a lot of unfamiliarity yeah, and, nobody um, Marvel, uh, nobody but like on a spectrum. Wait, what? Nobody knows spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Monica Rambo, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot that's her name in the comics, and um, yeah, no, it's like there's just a lot, you know. A there's lot a lot, and it's the thing is. Oh, sorry, interrupt. No, no, you're um, good. The thing is too is that I also feel like they're just adding too many characters at the same time. Yeah, they're um, putting new things, and then yeah. Everything is always the multiverse now. So yeah, multiverse. there's Even like the Marvels. Spoiler alert yeah. was multiverse. Multiverse. And then everything too uh, with like all these even though this is technically not really part of the MCU, it's Sony, but with uh across the Spider Verse. Yeah. I mean you have all these Spider Mans. What happened to just one Spider Man? Now yeah. you have like thirty eight Spider Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cool. I mean it's a cool concept, but yeah, like you that's, know. that's always been a thing that, that's yeah. uh that's been explored, especially uh more modern times mm-hmm. because it's like okay we have just one spider-man for like ages let's mix it up now we have uh you know other dimensions and then after that we they settled on you know miles who yeah. wasn't actually gonna ever be made at first i forgot <laughs> the story behind that and after that miles got made and then afterwards now we have stories where it's just miles but now we have issues well some people have issues with miles because they don't have uh a clearly defined villain for miles which i'm like yeah. oh whatever but yeah the whole like web spider verse like madam web connection you know <laughs> oh, madam web. Oh, we talked God. About that. Yeah. i'm sorry but the <laughs> madam web looks god awful i'm not even talking about the movie either. but the movie i'm sorry you just mentioned madam web and i'm like i can't stop thinking about the movie so i used to think the trailer come up <laughs> i used to think about 90 spider-man where her, uh, madam web was on there she was cool there but this new movie uh you know, I was giving a chance at first, but then seeing the posters, rewatching that trailer, it is. I've never, I never actually seen the trailer. I just seen like one little 
image of it. It looks like it's from the CW. It was shot like it's oh, from so the like CW. Oh, it's like a CW production. Like, it looks production. the same as The Flash or Arrow. In fact, actually, maybe Arrow might look a little bit better. <laughs> like, it, bro, it looks like the next Hallmark movie. <laughs> like, that's how it's shot for some reason. I don't know what it is. Uh, I know that the person you know directing the movie is mostly uh, a TV director, so that probably explains why. But okay. like, um, and she's on some good stuff too, which is why I hope this turns out well. But yeah, there's just a lot of things. There's just a lot of multiverses, like Madam Web too. Yeah, there's and just some too that, much multiverses, and it's not good. And uh, not that there's a lot. Of, I mean, that's yeah, stat too, but. Like, a lot of these multiverse movies aren't good either. Like, Quantumania was garbage. It was horrible. And I know some people were mixed on Doctor Strange multiverse. Yeah, I'm just a little bit mixed on that. I'm yeah. a little bit mixed on the Marvels. I'm a little bit... The only one that's been able to hit the multiverse well for me is the Spider-Man movies. Spider movies. Just yeah. all three of them. The, you know, No Way... Or no, yeah, No Way Home... Um, you know, and into and across, like those are. Yeah, I mean, those worked. I mean, Cross. yeah, I mean, we, we are getting so good. a lot of Spider Mans, but you did make a good point that we are getting some cool different ones, some ones yeah. that are diverse. And then I think to No Way Home when that came out, I think that really worked too because you got mm -hmm. all the Spider Mans, but they were from they were for different generations. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know, you got the kids who were, who mm -hmm. grew up with. Toby, then the ones who saw Andrew, and then the yeah. ones with the current one with Tom Holland. So, so I think that worked. Yeah. yeah. But like I was saying, it's just this universe is so resaturated, and you know, you're just introducing too many new people. Yeah. And, everything. and now, you know, it affects stuff like Brave New World, which I was excited for because, you know, like Anthony Mackie's first movie as Captain America. Mm -hmm. You have all these Hulk villains returning, like the leader, um, after, you know, incredible hope they never followed up on it but now you know after all these years we've been getting so much more follow-up with it with you know thunderbolt ross and uh now the leader and betty ross might be in it but if they don't have hulk in it or at least she hulk that's stupid they need to have one of the meat how are you gonna have the hulk villains in there but not actual hulk like stupid no, they're yeah. not captain america villains they're because hulk. they're gonna probably like put some continuity where like that like happens one keys on the different planet and then he has his kid on yeah. the different planet. You know, fucking she hulk ending. Also, Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Rossi, like there's just so many oh, wow. so many things going for this movie and it's yeah. not through like it didn't it's not like at least they're fixing it now before it's coming out. Before, yeah. But so like, they're trying come to on, man. they're trying to put it together better, like yeah. yeah. And no disrespect, but the director also created the Cloverfield Paradox, which isn't a good movie. Oh. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just they need to stop getting yes men directors and more like people who will challenge them. Or, yeah, you know, or at least like be creative with their you know bubble, like you know like little sandbox that they let them. Like that's how uh, the Kaiwaiti like described it as you know like a sandbox where they can be creative mm -hmm. and not you know. While also, you know, doing what Marvel wants. Yeah. Yeah. Same time. Yeah. yeah. to the needs. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, up next, well, if you're if you want to stay here for this one, we're gonna talk about the Golden Globes. It's not we'll go to for that break. The Golden Globes. Yeah, there's a lot of nominees. Um, yeah, let's take it to a PSA. This is for Bayani's next album. Here, the Real Rap Podcast, Golden Globes. We come back. You. Confident, confident about 
Stream Heaven on Earth on December 14th. Available on Spotify, YouTube Music, Apple Music, and more. All right, guys, and I want to thank our sponsors, Bayani, for his new album, Heaven on Earth, which comes out today, actually. Um, well, we're recording on a Wednesday, but, you know, when this comes out, it'll be today. <laughs> um, so be sure to check it out. It's on Spotify, YouTube Music, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever you listen to music, it's probably there. So be sure to check it out. It's pretty good stuff. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. It's also sponsored by water. So I don't choke during this podcast. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, that was a cool conversation with Hilly. Um, he mostly wanted to be here for the gaming stuff. Um, so that's why, you know, we kind of split in two, but yeah. Um, now it's just me and Javi and I'm sitting on the couch and I like this layout kind of better than the other layout. So a different angle. Yeah. Good today. angle. Yeah. And yeah, I don't have to keep looking on my left every time. And yeah. <laughs> It's I can see you right now, face right to face. There. But yeah, up next we got Golden Globes nominations for. Yes, they just announced them. Yeah, and I have my flash on, so let's uh, <laughs> let's take a look. Let's take a look. Um, I know Barbie has the most nominations, all time nominations. By the way, it's a record, eighteen. Eighteen. Wow, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely hit a lot of the big categories too. Yeah, which is good. So. Um, to go, we're not going to go over all of them because there's a lot to go over, but we'll just go over like the main, yeah. the big ones. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, basically, uh, well, so the most nominations right now is as it stands. Um, and this is going to be airing on CBS, by the way. Yeah. They changed um, a different yeah. network because they've been doing it for NBC for yeah. years. It used to be on TBS from what TBS. I remember too, wow. uh, which was cool because it was uncensored and everything. Um, I don't. Does it? It's going to be, uh, I don't think as a host. Yeah, there's no host yeah. yet. So if you guys in Hollywood, if you want us to host. Yeah. We're <laughs> Real free. Rap podcast. Yeah. If you want to send us a first class uh, flight to yeah. uh, Hollywood, we'll, uh, we'll definitely host for you. <laughs> so. <laughs> so for best motion picture, we'll go over three of them. Drama. We got the nominees, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Maestro, Anatomy of a Fall, Past Lives, in the Zone of Interest. Um, I could see Killers or Oppenheimer winning. I know, yeah, that's those are uh, that's a tight two, one between yeah. those two. Those are those definitely are the top two contenders. I haven't seen the other films yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure they're great, but so far, like the ones that I have seen, Killers and Oppenheimer, those were some of the best movies of yeah. the year I've seen. And then another one, um, musical or comedy i don't know why they group those together but it is um it's air american fiction the whole rivers may december poor things which i have yet to see and i do want to see same and barbie barbie i'm actually really glad that air got nominated yeah because it is a really good movie and i feel like a lot of people need to check it out because it's like the story about the air jordan sneaker and it's just so well done you have a great cast so i'm glad to see it nominated and it's uh, it's got some competition though with Barbie because Barbie yeah. just dominated the summer mm -hmm. uh, blockbuster. But it's good to see that Air got nominated though. Yeah, see that. Then for best performance in the motion picture for drama, we got Bradley Cooper in Maestro, mm -hmm. uh, Leonardo Di Leonardo DiCaprio in Killers of the Flower Moon, 
uh, Coleman Domingo and Rustin, uh, Barry Cohagen and Saltburn, Cillian Murphy in Oppenheimer, Andrew Scott in uh, All of Us Strangers. Um, I could see Bradley Cooper or Leonardo DiCaprio winning. When, or Cillian Murphy. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, Killian, yeah, I Killian think, Murphy, yeah, I Killian think that Robin. he definitely has a good shot at getting, yeah. uh, getting it. I mean, it, like I said, it can go either way. You don't know, mm-hmm. but he definitely, I mean, out of all those, those out of DiCaprio and Bradley Cooper, I mean, DiCaprio mm-hmm. was amazing in Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't seen, uh, uh, Maestro yet, but yeah. for those, I think that Killian Murphy, he looks like, in my opinion, at least the top contender for that one. Yeah. But I, I, it could go either way, though. I haven't seen Rustin, but. Um, or Sopran, so I don't know too much about Coleman and Barry's, but you know, I could see Killian winning, I could see Leonardo winning, yeah, I could see, yeah, I could see one of those guys. They they all did really well, and then for actress, uh, Annette Bedding, uh, for her role in Nyad, uh, Lily Gladstone in Killers of a Flower Moon, great to see that she's Mm -hmm. getting nominated, uh, Sandra Huller in Anatomy of a Fall, Greta Lee in Past Lives, Carrie Mulligan, Lover in Maestro. And Kaylee uh, Spaney and Priscilla as Priscilla Presley. Oh, nice. Um, that's going to, I don't know who's going to win that one. I think. I could see a really Lily Gladstone. I think Lily Gladstone, she looks like the yeah. top contender for that one because she was just basically yeah. the heart and soul. Don't of Carrie, of though. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan, yeah. But with that one, though, I mean, again, either way, but it, <clears throat> the top contender for me, it looks like Lily Gladstone. Yeah. So we'll go to best performance in a motion picture musical or comedy. Actors, uh, Nicolas Cage in Dream Scenario, which I know you saw. Yeah, saw that last night. Um, Timothy Chalamet in Wonka, which we haven't seen yet. None of us have seen yeah. it. Uh, Matt Damon in Air. Uh, Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers. Joaquin Phoenix in Bo is Afraid, which I forgot released this year. I won't lie to you. Yeah, it came out back yeah. in April, yeah. Jeez, that was a while ago. And Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction. Okay. Wow. I don't know. That's yeah, that one that that one's up in the air. That one can yeah. go to any of those guys. Yeah. So. But I'm glad to see uh Nicolas Cage get nominated because I thought that dream scenario, I thought that role kind of suited him well in a way. Yeah. He he did he did a pretty good job. So but again, I could see that going to any of those guys. Any of those guys. Yeah. yeah. For actress, um we got Fantasia Barino, uh Barino in the color purple, which hasn't come out yet. It comes out um December twenty fifth, Christmas. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and No Hard Feelings. Interesting. Uh, Natalie Portman, May, December. Alma Hoisty in Fallen Leaves. Margot Robbie and Barbie and Emma Stone in Poor Things. Uh, sadly, not sadly. Why am I saying sadly? Well, I'm saying sadly because I really, really love the acting of all of these, you know, of, uh, four of these women. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen much of Fantasia and Alma to give an opinion, but, you know, I love J-Lo. Or J Law, I mean, sorry, not J. I do love Jennifer Lopez as well. Yeah. I love Natalie Portman, Margot Robbie, Emma Stone. It sucks that only one of them has to win. I know it's um, it's a tough one. I could one. see it going to Margot. I could definitely see she looks like the top contender yeah. for that one. I do really want to see Poor Things, and I actually do want to see Mary December. Uh, mm. That's a movie new on Netflix with yeah. Natalie Portman. So yeah, I mean, again, it's it's mm. going to be a a tough one because they're all so great, but. Margot Robbie looks like the top contender for that one. Yeah. I saw there was a poo bear there. So I, don't know, I just want to move <laughs> just, it. Just move it my, yeah. So I guess her guess is now poo. Into the poo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Margot Robbie's got that though. Yeah, um, it, Jennifer it Lawrence and no hard feelings is funny in here because I was a little bit surprised by that. Yeah. It's not I'm like surprised. her like performances. I think special. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's, she's a good actress yeah. like regardless, but yeah, I was just a little bit surprised like, that she just like, 
Yeah, got nominated for that. One of these movies is not like the other. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, she's she's a phenomenal actress. I mean, she won an Oscar in a Globe for Silver's Lining Playbook, and she's been nominated multiple times, so she's great. But yeah, I just yeah. was a little bit caught off guard. I you know for that one, but hey, good good though, good that she got a nominee. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not going to go over all these because there's a lot to go through. They do have a uh, new one though. Let's uh, talk about the new one. They have a new category. I think it's uh, best uh, box office in cinema achievement. Yeah, that's office. what it was. Um, yeah. I did skip over that because I want to save it for last. So we got Barbie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, John Wick Chapter Four, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, Oppenheimer, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, Super Mario Bros. Movie, Taylor Swift: The Aero Store. It's probably gonna go to Barbie for being honest. Barbie. Yeah, because it made the it hit the billion dollar yeah. mark. So like, I think Barbie looks like the good contender for it. But a not, lot of those movies they crushed at the box office. I mean, yeah. Super Mario Brothers was there that that hit a billion. Uh-huh. To uh, what else? Guardians of the Galaxy. It's Mission Impossible's there. Yeah, because when so it, like it did that well in the box office. Yeah, because when it came out, like I feel like it just it slightly underperformed like the first yeah. couple of weeks of its opening. In the box office. Yeah. I feel like it's just there because Tom Cruise is in it. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I could see it being Barbie. I could see Oppenheimer winning too. Oppenheimer. It uh, did but very I think well, but... Barbie's going to get it because it's a billion dollars. Yeah. It, it made more than yeah. Oppenheimer, but Oppenheimer still did pretty well in the box yeah. office though. But I could see Taylor Swift, the heiress who are also winning too, because I, won't um, be surprised, I don't know. I don't know the criteria for this award. Exactly. How are they going to? Yeah. I don't like, know. It's don't a new, it. it's a new award. Yeah. That they, that it's they handed dumb. out. I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm not a fan award. of this one because just... it's like, I don't know. I mean, Taylor Swift, because it pretty much saved movie theaters in a time where they needed it a lot because it helps. Yeah. Draw yeah a lot of people. Because the strikes were, you know, like the strikes did affect a lot for movie theaters. Um, but this movie was able to bring so many people in um, on the time they really did, like I said, you know, like it's just, I could see that being a contender to win, but I think it'll go to Barbie. Honestly. Yeah, because I feel like the, a lot of these will. I and also too, I think twenty twenty three. I mean, despite having the writers and actors strike, I think it was a very solid year. It was a very good year for movies because really, with the whole uh, trend of the uh, Barbieheimer, yeah. I think that pushed a lot of people to the theaters. And then you also had a lot of movies too that pushed people to the theaters. Guardians 3, John mm-hmm. Wick 4, the Super Mario Brothers. So I think 2023 was a really good year for yeah. for film because it just drove a lot of people to the theaters. Mm-hmm. You know? For um, Best Supporting Actor, um, these, I'm going to go over three more because, mm-hmm. yeah, I might go over the TV ones a little bit briefly, but TV there's just too many. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> so, best supporting. I, I want to go over this one because this is a great list. So, um, we got Willem Dafoe in Poor Things as Dr. Godwin Baxter. We got Robert De Niro in Coast of the Flower Moon as William King Hale. We got Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer as Louis Strauss. Um, Ryan Gosling in Barbie as Ken. Charles Melton, May December as Joe Yu. And Mark Ruffalo and Poor Things as Duncan Wedderburn. Okay. Now, a lot of people probably will say that Ryan Gosling is a lock to win this award, but I, I think he has a good chance to win. But I don't think he, I don't like you know, for like certain awards, mm-hmm. there you could tell like there's one lock that's gonna win for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like there's one you that you like tell. know your go to. Yeah. yeah, that they're getting this. Yeah, you know, like the for for sure winning. If you before. Killer to the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer. I haven't seen Porthens, like I said. I would have said Ryan Gosling would win Best Supporting Actor, but I don't think he. I don't. I don't. It's not that I don't think he will, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's gonna be 
as easy as it would have been initially because yeah robert de niro's performance in killers of flower moon was fantastic it was one of his best in years yeah, yeah he absolutely. was amazing in that robert downey jr he it might affect the time he was in it might affect it a little bit but he was fantastic he in was. his role too he was good yeah like this is a strong list and i don't think there's a clear winner here it's a tight one it it's it's definitely yeah tight list i think it could either go to if i were to pick because it's tough because again it's hard to kind of you know judge it because i haven't yeah. seen poor things but from based off going off what i've seen in the nominees it's my top three contenders it looks like number one would be robert downey jr yeah. two would be robert de niro and then the third would be ryan gosling yeah, I so i f- i feel like that's like those are like the top contenders yeah at least um because i haven't seen poor poor mm. things but those were the because they got a lot of buzz especially robert yeah. downey jr's performance in um oppenheimer yeah because like I love Ryan Gosling, I love all of these. Oh yeah, Ryan Gosling's report. great. Yeah. This is a great list. I love the performance yeah. of all these, but for me personally, I think it might have to be De Niro. De Niro, because I never like he made me hate his character so much. Because you know the real person was a piece of shit. Bad, Anyways, yeah. but like it made me hate. Like he did a great Hell, job, yeah. but then again, Ryan Gosling also made me really like Ken. You know, because like Ken, yeah. Like, he was a character that was, like, yeah, like, just so funny. And, like, you know, you could see why, why he acts the way he does because he wants to feel important and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they did, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. RDJ also did a great job in Oppenheimer because, you know, he was also an annoying piece of shit that <laughs> he wanted to hate on so much. Like, it's it's going to be tough. And like I said, I haven't seen even uh, poor things. It might make this harder if I, you know, yeah, to see that. See, yeah. Who knows? It. Um, best supporting actress Emily Blunt um for Oppenheimer as Kitty Oppenheimer, Daniel Brooks um from the color purple as Sophia Johnson, uh Jodie Foster and Nyad as Bonnie Stroll, uh Julianne Moore in May December as Gracie Atherton Yo, uh Rose Rosamund Pike as, in Saltburn as Elspeth Catton and Divine Joy Randolph, the holdovers as Mary Lamb. I don't know. I haven't seen really. I haven't. You haven't seen, seen much. I think the only one yeah. is from Emily Blunt from Oppenheimer, yeah. and then what was the other one? Uh, Saltburn, May, December, Salt Nyad, The Color Purple, and The Holder. I haven't seen yeah. The Color Purple because it's not out yet. Yeah, it's not know? out. It doesn't come out till Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the I only know. one I've yeah that one that gets. I only saw Oppenheimer. So yeah, <laughs> I've only saw Oppenheimer too for that for Emily, that category. Emily Blunt might win that award. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Um, best director. Uh. Bradley Cooper for Maestro, uh, well deserved. Uh, Greta Gerwig for Barbie, very, yeah, very, very well deserved yes. as well. All these are very, very well deserving, by the way. All of these. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. Uh, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon. Celine Son for Past Lives. Uh, I, this is another one that I don't think has a clear winner. It's a tough, yeah, because yeah, because you got, and I'm glad that Greta Gerwig is in that category too, yeah. uh, because I know. For the past couple of years, they don't really throw too many women directors in yeah. there. I mean, they started, you know, recently, but yeah. for a while there there hasn't been um any in there. So I'm really glad that she's getting the recognition that she deserves yeah. and she's had a very successful year. Um, so yeah, and then so has Christopher Nolan though. Yeah. He's had a very successful year too with Oppenheimer. I could see so. I could see this going yeah. to either Greta, Chris, or Martin. Martin, yeah. Those one, I would say those are. those are my top three contenders. I don't know who one. I don't know which order, I don't know who, but 
They all, it's going to be a close one. It is. I don't think is. there's a clear one. I don't have a clear one in my head either because I think they all deserve it. You know? Yeah, they're all if great I movies. If they yeah. reward to all three of them, I would, but there's only one. Only one, one winner. Only, only one. one winner. Yeah. Um. Well, there could be co-winners, right? I could see like... There's co- if co-winners are possible, I could see Chris Nolan and Greta Gerwig tying up. Tying up yeah. <laughs> Barbie Heimer. Yeah. yeah. I could see funny. them tying up because, you know, it's because uh, the thing about the Golden Globes is like, it's not like the Oscars, you know, it's like yeah. more, it's more like, I don't know. It's, it's a different vibe. Yeah. um, It's less taken seriously. It's kind of like in a way the kickoff to yeah. the awards season, you know, the kickoff. Yeah. yeah. Not less taken seriously, but you know, it's like, uh, it's more of like a good time in anything more than anything because yeah. the Oscars like the Super Bowl of all. Of oh, all, so, them, you know, all yeah, the Super Bowl of awards. This one's yeah. more like you know, like the AFC Championship. Or like <laughs> the AFC, yeah. Where it's just like you know, um, but for TV it means a lot because I'll go over Dude. some TV ones. Um, this yeah, this is taking a long time. <laughs> so for best television series, uh. Nine drama nineteen twenty three from Paramount Plus, The Crown, Netflix, The Diplomat, Netflix, The Last of Us, HBO, oh, nice. The okay. Morning Show, H- Apple TV Plus, and last but not least, Succession, HBO. Now, I haven't seen the last season of Succession. I'm still in the first season. I'm watching it, mm-hmm. but from everything I hear about season four of Succession, it's winning. It's winning. It's winning. I haven't seen Succession. It's Is good. It good? So, yeah, it's, it's really good. good. I've enjoyed it. Nice. Um, it's winning. I you think I, that's gonna take home best best series yeah best drama series it's by far like dude well I'll go over in a sec but there's so or no I could just because I'm not gonna go over this whole list I mean for this look at all the nominations they have they have three people for uh, best performance in a TV series from Succession under yeah. one category uh, for actors um are well I'll, I'll even combine it actors and actresses uh they have four so they have Brian Cox uh Sarah Snook. Um, Kieran Culkin and Jeremy Strong. Oh, so they have, yeah, yeah so they like have a lot dude, of it it is amazingly acted, and um, for best supporting, uh, they have uh Matthew McFadden, um, Alexander Sarsgaard, so Alan Ruck, like they have that's seven people, seven, dude. Wow, yeah, that's seven for acting just alone. They have yeah. the most nominations for nine. Like it wow. is, you know. I could see it when I could see it winning. I think succession. Yeah. And the last of us is a good show, but, and every other, any other year I could see it winning. Mm-hmm. Same with the crown, but I think succession's here again. Succession. I think it's just succession's here again. I have to watch the season. Like I said, I'm just, but you know, from everything I've heard from the small things I've seen of it, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm an idiot that spoils itself. Like it might win it. It might win. Yeah. Take home the cake. It's just very well beloved by you know so many people and everything like it's just I don't know I could see one check it out yeah musical or comedy Abbott Elementary Barry the Bear oh or oh yeah let me say ABC has Abbott mm-hmm. uh HBO has Barry FX has the Bear uh Jury Duty um Amazon Freebie which is interesting the Freebie never Freebie. gets any nominations but I guess this was good. Only Murders in the Building from Hulu and Ted Lasso, Apple TV Plus. I don't know. Oh, The Bear. The Bear. I haven't seen. I've, I've seen only that. seen one episode it. of The Bear. I have to get into it because I heard it's a really good show. Yeah. Uh, Barry was actually very good. It's a very good series on HBO. I watched it mm. over the summer and I watched the entire series in a month because it's only four seasons and each episode is like about 
uh, 25 minutes long. And yeah. uh, Barry was, uh, was, was very good. But I know the bear is very popular. I know it won a couple of awards last year. Yeah. Um, Earlier this year. And yeah, well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I know Ted Lasso, again, I haven't watched Ted Lasso, but I, I know. I the season wasn't uh, that good, though. The, the latest season of Ted Lasso. I haven't Lasso. seen it yet, but I heard it wasn't that good. Everyone that I know loves it does not. It does not like really it. didn't really like it that much, no. Oh, man. Yeah, which is disappointing. I'll still watch it, but yeah. And that's it for Golden Globes because there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of, some good things. I'm yeah. glad there was a couple surprises too, like I mentioned earlier with Air. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, you know, congrats to all the nominees out there. There was a lot of great work uh, this past year. Yeah. Up next, sad, the sad news in the community. Yes. Um, Andre Brower, uh, best known for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Homicide. Um, has died at 61. Yes, very uh, shocking. Captain Bro- Holt. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a show I really liked. You know, I watch, I'd be wa- re-watching uh, reruns of it and everything. Um, And it's sad, you know, because it's, I love that show and he was, you know, a big part of it. Yeah. Captain Holt. And yeah, 61 is way, you know. That's not, that's not old. It caught me yeah. off guard, man. Yeah. You know, like. It oh. did. I think it caught a lot of people off guard because. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it was a great show. I followed it since mm-hmm. day one, since it started, because I was really a big Andy Samberg fan. So yeah. whatever he was in, I was watching. And yeah, so I basically followed the series from day one. I remember watching the pilot episode. And yeah, from there on, I just followed the series. It was a great, fun, enjoyable comfort show. And yeah. Andre Bauer as Captain Hall, I mean, he was brilliant in the show because he was serious he was the boss but at the same time he was very humorous yeah you got you get a lot of laughs from his character and mm-hmm. um it's very sad and the show didn't really end that long ago the show ended about no. two years ago and yeah yeah it's uh it was very shocking and sad when i when i saw it he passed away on sunday um due to an illness i guess um we don't have the too much details but no. yeah very sad um very sad news uh yeah because brooklyn 99 was such a great show and andre bauer was brilliant as captain holt on the show yeah um big loss yeah no this is like one of those that's where it caught me so off guard like you know like the only other two i think this year um in terms of like you know the entertainment and sports industries mm-hmm. uh bray Wyatt and lance reddick that's really oh really yes. caught me off bray guard Wyatt. as well yeah bray Wyatt, remember yeah. that that was a that was a caught and, off guard and yeah. lance reddick and, too yeah yeah and andre dying here like it's just like wow i did you know, I know. like you don't expect death but like you know it's just like it just comes out of nowhere so this one really yeah. came out of nowhere yeah. because like you know it's like there was it's not like there was any indications or anything but i guess just i guess that's just life and everything you know you never yeah. You never know. And like, know. On, you know, Andre Brower, just like, man, just that was when I heard that he did, I was just like, what? Yeah, he was he was mm-hmm. a great actor in some of his works, too. I mean, he was great in the movie Glory yeah. and uh, Get on the Bus, uh, Spike Lee movie. I mean, he was just he was just a really, really great actor, a master of his craft. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. Rest in peace, Andre Brower, you know, and uh, our condolences go to his family. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Up next, um, Dwayne Johnson is going to star in a Benny Safdie A24 film. Nice. And it's about an MMA fighter. And that's really all we know about it. So I don't know. That's cool, though. It's going to be weird. (laughs) I mean, that's cool because I know A24, it's technically like an independent studio, but it's definitely been getting more familiarity the past couple of years. So it's kind of getting that up that it deserves you so, have the so rock in there so it's like in between like independent and mainstream but yeah the rock putting that there because the rock is a big blockbuster 
you know, movie star. Yeah. And just to put him in an A24 movie, I think is really cool and definitely excited to see him and with Benny Safdie, who's great. Uh, but yeah, it should be very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there was more information. So it says Johnson is set to star in the smashing machine. That's what the movie will be called as real life MMA fighter, Mark Kerr marker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to make this joke. Mark <laughs> so Mark Kerr, not marker, Mark Kerr, Kerr. <laughs> a two time UFC heavyweight tournament champion. I'm guessing this is from when, uh, UFC was unrelegated and like, you know, they'd, uh, no time limits and <laughs> yeah. people were going all insane. I remember those. Oh, I don't remember those times. I wasn't alive for those times, but I remember like looking, watching stuff from that. Some that era. UFC. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, you know, this, uh, Safety who wrote and will direct the feature has been developing this project with Johnson who notably started his career as a professional wrestler since 2019. So that's been going for a while. Oh, wow. So four yeah. years they've been in that making. Wow. This is from the Hollywood reporter, by the way. Um, but yeah, this is interesting. Um, I don't know too much about marker, uh, but marker, marker, God, <laughs> now <laughs> it's stuck. Now you get it yeah. stuck. <laughs> um, like, but, um, yeah, he, uh, this is going to be cool. Um, I'm trying to remember who he was. Like, I don't know why it wasn't, it's not coming up to my, like, you know, coming up to me and everything. It's, I don't know. But yeah, um, he, uh, fought in pride UFC, won the UFC 15 heavyweight tournament, UFC 14 heavyweight tournament. I'm telling you, man, these times are, these times were crazy, mm -hmm. crazy, crazy, wow. crazy times for the UFC. Um, I mean, like, <laughs> if you look back at it, mm -hmm. um, there was like, there's this one guy who would have one bare hand and one uh, hand that has a uh, boxing glove. Oh, like, really? it was some wacky shit in, the, in like the original, you know, UFC. UFC in its original form. Like, um, you know, barely, any I think it was like 30 minute time limits, like no rounds, no rounds, no holds bar. Just, I think it's just like no touching the eyes and everything. Like, there was only like two rules, two but anything goes. It was like, WWE type So just shit. hardcore, like yeah. right there in your face. Yeah. It was like WWE type shit, but like kind of like, you know, like realish. Real, yeah. More like, yeah. you know, like they're actually like, fighting for like real yeah. blood and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not not like, you know, like, like it's like, you know, them actually hitting each other and everything, but like, you know, they're not, you know, it's scripted. Yeah. It's unscripted. They want to kick each other's ass. Damn. So yeah, that was that time period of the UFC. They still want to kick each other's ass, but you know what I mean? Like now it's more Just relegated nice. and yeah. there's all these athletic commissions and everything, all this stuff. But yeah, this is going to be cool. Um, Now, are we going to get the usual rock or are we going to get the rocks acting rage in a different form? That's the question. It's interesting. Because, interesting point, yeah. because, you know, when I, I love the rock, but when I see the rock in a movie, he's playing the rock. That's what we've gone through at this point. Even Black Adam. The action. Yeah. yeah the like, actions. Yeah. You know, like, that's where we're kind of at. So, um, yeah. But, you know, cool to see him in a movie about MMA. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll wait till when he makes a professional wrestling movie. <laughs> that, that'd be something. And he could, literally, yeah. he could literally just play himself. He could literally play himself. Have you seen the show Young Rock? They yeah. The series, yeah, on Young Rock. That was pretty good. And then... 
He did in a way play himself. Have you seen the movie Fighting with My Family? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he did play okay. himself. Yeah, yeah. He has a, like a he has like a short like cameo. Yeah. He has like a short I part in the that movie. Florence Pugh was in that movie as Paige. Yeah, she was. She was perfectly That's casted. Yeah, she me, was dude. great. Yeah, she did a great job as Paige. Yeah. That is so insane to me that she was yeah. Paige. I forgot yeah. about that. I forgot about that movie. It's a um, good one. Yeah. Yeah, Fighting with My Family. Wow. Yeah. So actually, so actually, he's already done that, huh? He's already hit the professional wrestling movie. <laughs> Well, we need like a real like we need him with like him as like the main character because yeah. he was basically like a so- he was like a cameo in a yeah. way in the film. We need yeah. him versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. I just want that match. Yeah. Maybe after Cody wins it, but you know, I want <laughs> Rock I, and Reigns. Yeah, I want to see Rock versus Roman. And I would kind of wish it happened this year. That would be but, a good fight. Yeah, that would you be know. a good fight. Rock and Roman. Yeah. But I could keep dreaming. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it'll happen because let's yeah. be honest, he could make it happen. It's just, you know, I don't think he's interested in going back to the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the last time, because we did, we got Rock and, because we got a lot of big Rock matches. We got Rock and Austin, Rock and Hogan, Cena. Rock and Cena. Yeah. So Rock and Cena was crazy. Rock dude. and I remember Cena. We that was a good feud. Pay per view. All you young bucks here, you're lucky that, you know, your parents are buying like these peacock subscriptions for ten dollars, twelve dollars a month. Man, I had to as a kid, I had to beg my mother to spend sixty dollars for WrestleMania. Like you you know Same same. It was yeah. for SummerSlam was my uh my pay per view go to yeah. SummerSlam because WrestleMania was like, yeah, too expensive. So they were like, Okay, we could give you like SummerSlam. So yeah. we I had like an annual thing I for like SummerSlam twenty twelve. Yeah. So for like seven years I was from SummerSlam I ordered SummerSlam 2007, yeah. and then my last SummerSlam that we ordered was 2014. So mm-hmm. seven year run. You ordered that on pay per view? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that yeah. was when the WWE Network was out. Huh? That was when the WWE Network Yeah, I didn't have the WWE Network. Yeah. We just did the, the pay-per-views for... Because the WWE yeah. Network came out in 2012, right? 14. For, oh, it came out 14? Yeah, it was announced oh. 2012, though. Oh, yeah. 20, oh, yeah, that's right. It was announced, but then it... Yeah, yeah. it was like... Deli- yeah. And then WrestleMania 30... I, I won't lie, though. I did buy WrestleMania 31 on pay-per-view. No, the WWE Network is out, but that's... Oh, WrestleMania 31. Yeah, my... Yeah, it was kind of dumb that we spent money on it. More money on than we need to, but yeah. I mean, it's whatever. I I got it. I watched it. Get to no, watch I, those matches. Yeah. Sting was there, right? Yeah, Sting. Sting. The Sting. Rock was there. The Rock was there. With nice. Ronda Rousey. Oh, yes, yes. I remember yeah. that. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then since then, it's been WWE Network and Peacock, which Peacock. has been quite beautiful. I know, man. If this only would have happened like 10, years 15 before. years ago, <laughs> I would be like, like be young thriving. me would be like excited. I'd be there literally like, all my whole weekend would just be watching yeah. WWE's like pay per views. Yeah, if that if they only did that like 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exciting, man. Yeah. yeah, good times, good times with Peacock and everything. But yeah, anyways, we have one last piece of uh, movie news. This is probably gonna be our longest podcast in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so sorry guys, no forty five minute one this week. It's gonna <laughs> probably be an hour. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Last but not least, an interesting one. Christopher Abbott replaces Ryan Gosling in Universal's Wolfman reboot oh, that wow. they're developing with Blumhouse. Um, Leigh Wannell, who directed The Invisible Man, mm-hmm. um, is directing. It's coming out October 2024. I think it's like the 25th, something like that. Um, but it's interesting because Ryan Gosling was the man who pitched this movie. Yeah, and then and he's now not. He's not in it so yes yeah. well, it's cool yeah i mean i wonder if it's like a scheduling conflict Probably. or maybe yes because usually that could be a case scheduling conflict or like differences of ideas but yeah, yeah. or blumhouse was like yeah we gotta stay under budget guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure that could be a factor nah, but, 
for real though it kind of sucks you know i was looking forward to ryan gosling wolfman but hey, it's chris abbott it's a good replacement i'll take it yeah. and you know they went over there directing after how good the invisible man was i'll take it yeah the invisible man was surprisingly really good yeah, yeah it was really good i wasn't expecting too much from it but then, the mummy i yeah. wasn't expecting much the mummy yeah uh, remember one? trying to do the dark universe thing oh yeah yes yeah. yes the mummy yeah 2017 i know that one was trash the one with uh the original ones from like oh the, yeah with brendan fraser yeah those are great yeah yeah but the yeah the, the 2017 one with tom cruise yeah it was just it was like, classically garbage <laughs> yeah, yeah and for the yeah, most part too i love tom cruise movies like all of his movies i enjoy but just like there's very few that i don't like and definitely uh the mummy 2017 that was definitely one of yeah. them yeah but yeah we'll see how this goes to, instead of the dark universe or just doing all these horror movies just and just, kind of you rebooting. know yeah, rebooting. yeah which i like better you know, maybe you could do your Wolfman versus Frankenstein one day, but yeah, not now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I'd I'd, I'd like to see it, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that'd be a good showdown. Yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, just like the old, like the old old days we weren't alive for. Oh god, not yes. even our grandparents were alive for that. For like the thirties, what forties? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, they were barely alive for you know, like at that point. Any of those stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. But they're classics too. So yeah, it'd be cool to see. Well, that's it for entertainment news. Now, up next, what's coming out this week? This weekend. What's coming out this week, Javi? So, we got Wonka that comes out From on Warner Bros. on Friday. And, uh, what I got the other, I got the rest yeah. of the list. I can say <laughs> Wonka looks fun, though. Wonka. I'm, I'm saying I'm going to go watch it. Nice. Wonka. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of Wonka growing up. I was a big fan. I really, I read the book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And I enjoyed the movies. I had the one from 71 with Gene Wilder and then the mm -hmm. 2005 remake with Johnny Depp. Yeah. I actually surprisingly liked that. I know. I really not, like it. Yeah. Not too many people were, they were kind of, yeah. some people were mixed on it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, actually, to be honest, I know. I might get a little heat for this, but I actually kind of slightly prefer the 2005 one over the um, 1971 one, just because it's a little more modern. Yeah. And at the time, too, my the age, because I was like nine when it came out, so I was able to kind of connect with it a slightly a little bit more than the 71 one. But the yeah. 1971 one is still very good. It's a, it's classic. a classic. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of people hitting <laughs> well, That said, he's right. <laughs> I like 20. I like, I mean, it's probably because I've seen. I both as a kid and I like the more modern one. Yeah, I did like I'll probably have to rewatch both of getting yeah. actually like, you know, to see if I still think it, but I did like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory a lot. A little bit. I think I like both of them equally. Both I don't think it's that I like one more than the other. I think it's I like both of them equally. Yeah, no, they're both very good movies. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I like the original, but believe it or not, the author, he hated it. The original Oh, World World Dell. Yeah, World yeah. Dell, yeah. yeah. Um he hated uh Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Family. Factory, the one um, with Gene Wilder, seventy one. Yeah, really. Wow, he hated that one. Damn. No, the actually, in fact, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is much more closer to his book because the thing with uh, Willy Wonka and the Charlie Chocolate Factory is that it strayed away from a little bit from the book. It you did. Know? It did a bit, um, yeah. but and uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I had a lot more stuff that's from the book and everything, like the dentist plot. You know. Oh yes. Wonka's dad yeah. being a dentist, and everything. Um, I think that was in the book, if I remember. I have to double check, but uh. Yeah, like there was a lot more from that that was close. It was the closest adapted into the book, but it's funny that more people like, you know, the 1971 one because I don't know. I guess the differences from the book make it, you know. Yeah, it makes, even, yeah. But it's funny, you know, like the 2005 one's closer to the source material. Mm -hmm. which yeah, definitely. Doesn't really get mentioned as much, but, you know, it's, uh, it kind of hits the mark. Yeah, follows the book a little bit more. Yeah. Absolutely. I see that. Also coming out this week, not in, it's from Netflix, but it's not coming out on Netflix until later on. I think Christmas, Rebel Moon in theaters. Rebel Moon? 
Yeah. Nice. Um, same format as uh, Oppenheimer. We'll see how this goes. It's a Rebel Wound Part One, actually. Um, I forgot the subtitles because it's cut two parts, but broken down. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if this is good. Um, Zack Snyder. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, hit hit or miss. Sometimes, yeah, it's hit or Snyder. miss. So yeah. you know, it looks. I'll watch it. It looks cool. Yeah, look, give it I wish I watched it in the yeah. theater. So, in the I'm, theaters, like I'm cool watching it at home, but like, it feels like a movie that should be experience the on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. Because it looks cool. like it just looks like a big picture movie, but it's all right. It's in my house. I'll watch it. My 4K TV, you yeah, know, you got the 4K it, TV. You can lie down, relax. Yeah, cozy up at the couch, pause it. You know, grab yeah. a snack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um. Also, actually, coming out on Netflix, which I'm excited for, Chicken Run: Dawn of the Nugget. The oh, finally wow. the sequel. After all this time, it's coming out. Wow, the Chicken Run. The first one came out in 2000. Yeah. Jeez, wow. And 23 years later. It Finally is, get a sequel. Yeah. It's I like, remember that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. I think I, I had like the VHS or DVD yeah. of it. Yeah. Chicken Run. Wow. It's crazy. After all this time, you know, it's like this movie, Good Burger. We're I, coming out I now. Know this. Coming out now. 20 plus years later, getting the sequels. Yeah. We're slapping sequels in 2023. <laughs> like, just there we go. Get your nostalgia in and everything. I don't know why I keep doing that. <laughs> it's just like, just nostalgia, nostalgia, just, nostalgia. We're getting it thrown at us right thrown now. Thrown at us, indeed. With all this stuff in the, in the late winter months now. Yeah. Well, not late winter, early winter months. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's uh, what I'm excited for. I'll be watching that. And last but not least, the family plan from Apple TV Plus, which seems like a Mark Wahlberg family movie. I don't have much to say about that. Honestly. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. It's, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Mark Wahlberg, he has some good stuff, but yeah, that's just like, uh, kind of yeah. like a, yeah. <laughs> Nothing will beat Booking Nights at, the, at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's absolutely. stuff that's been Booking Nights. Or, I don't even think so. I don't even know. But like, you know, Marky Mark, I don't think he's going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. Anyways, guys, unless you have anything else to say. I think um, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, we definitely, yeah, we wrapped up. We hit on, we touched on the globe. I so. do have an announcement though. Yes. So we talked about it earlier. But we're doing our own award show since we were talking about award shows earlier. We're going to do games, but the worst of all time, because there's already one for best, you know, like there's the Razzies for movies in mm -hmm. the worst of all time movies or worst movies of the year. We're going to do worst games this year. You know, we got a worst game of the year. We got worst developers, all this <laughs> stuff. We're going to give out awards for worst because there's been a lot stinkers this year in the video game industry a lot of great games but a lot of stinkers you know i'm looking at you game mail games you know your terrible walking dead <laughs> game your stupid cutscene in uh skull island where it's not even like the actual like dinosaur moving it's some freaking like flash photo or something flash, yeah. yeah like yeah I, I see you guys you guys are don't think i didn't catch you <laughs> don't think i didn't catch you we're you guys are definitely on the list Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, man. You guys, are, I don't even care if you guys aren't watching. Like, if you do watch and stumble upon this and you hear this, you guys are on the list. Uh, Redfall, you're on the list. On the list, right? Uh, yeah, and the day before, you scammers, fantastic. Yeah, those developers, you guys are on two lists, by the way. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Golem, you're on the list. Yeah, so I kind of announced the nominees a little bit. But, look, yeah, so the the glitches, that's the official name. It'll maybe be happening in the next two weeks, something like that. We're going to do it, though. 
We're doing it. I don't know what format I'm going to do. I might do it in a format like this, or I might do it in a live stream because I want to do more live streams. Live streams are fun. They were super fun. I had a good time last time. So, yeah, a glitch is coming to a this YouTube channel near you or something like that. I don't know. Nice. Well, either way, we're going to trash it. We're going to vote. We're going to just shit on all these games because they deserve to be shit on. There's also the disappointments of the year. Disappointments. Call of Duty One Warfare Three <laughs> DLC. Yeah. So there's a lot. That should be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to do it. Um, will it be a real rap podcast episode. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It depends. I might want to do it separately, but we'll see. But anyways, guys, that was my big announcement. Be sure to check out for more news about that in the next couple of days. But anyways, this has been JP. This has been Javier. And we'll see you guys next week for episode 13, which is actually going to come out on Wednesday, by the way, because, uh, yeah, we're, our uh, live schedule is going to be switching to Tuesdays. So we'll be releasing on Wednesdays. So, or maybe Tuesday nights. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. I'll let you guys know. Probably Wednesdays. But yeah, be sure to check that out. Very excited. And I'll see you guys next week. Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Next Wednesday. See ya.